Hello, 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 and welcome to the next episode of the podcast. So today's episode is one that I've been kind of reluctant enough to record. Uh, one, because it can annoy people, and two, it can make people realize a few things and it can be uncomfortable to listen to. So today's episode is about alcohol and why going alcohol free may not help you to lose weight. So an awful lot of people that I work with on a daily basis, I think out of maybe say a hundred people, that I would talk to or work with, out of every 100 clients, I would say 99% or 99.5% drink alcohol in some shape or form, which is fine. But a lot of people kind of freak out then when alcohol comes into the situation, they don't know how to deal with it, don't know what, don't want to deal with it, or don't know how to plan in or plan out of it. So I'm also conscious that as someone who hasn't drank in six years now, that I don't want this to come across as a lecture about drinking, because that can come that that people will project that onto me that you because of someone who doesn't drink, they will say, "Oh, they're better than me." It's like, no, 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 I'm not better than anyone. I just don't drink out of personal choice. Nothing out of being better than anyone. So. If you're going into the the attitude of that, the podcast with that attitude, just turn off the episode. If you're going into the episode of looking to learn and learn, looking to understand what I'm talking about and being able to approach it a different situation, a different method and change your mindset around things, continue to listen. Okay, so go in with open mind, you'll learn something. If you go in with a closed mind, you're not going to learn anything. That's the way I would look at it. So what what I've seen someone... Some, from kind of consultations and stuff like that people will go like i'm going to give up drink i'm going to give up chocolate i'm going to give up crisps i'm going to give up fats i'm going to give up breathing i'm kind of like but what's left if you're going to give up everything and many many people will try to go alcohol free or ditch alcohol or cut back alcohol in 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 a way to attempt to lose weight now if you're going out every single weekend and on the piss, is it just make it a lot more difficult? Yes, it, it can be done. Yes, it just means that you need to be a little bit more laser focused on the weekdays, a little bit more planned and have an exit strategy out of it and have a plan into it. So it can be a little bit more of a system that you need to have in place and a way, and Joe, and sometimes when you're hungover that you don't want to do anything, you want to be a vegetable on a couch there's nothing wrong with that but sometimes you're going to need to get yourself out of the system as well you need to work with the system in order to get you to where you want to go but sometimes alcohol can be part of can be part of your life it can be part of your values it can be part of your social circle okay so what i mean by that is a lot of people when they're drinking will be when they're out and about with friends, going out for meals, etc, etc. So it's part of your life in that it's a way for you to be social with other people. If it's the only way for you to be social with people, then there may be an issue there. But that's up to you to decide. But if it's your way for going out for meals and having the crack with your mates, but yet you still want to hit your goals, well then giving up that area of your life is not going to aid you in any way because we all 
we we dealt with it for a couple of years with COVID in that we had to give up certain areas of our life and that we were restricted. We didn't see our mates and it really impacted people's mental health. So we all want people around us. But one of the big things that I would say here is if your social circle is only involved in drinking and that's all they do and that works for you, great. If it's not working for you and not linked to what your values are, then maybe ask for other things or suggest other things or if it's a case that you are looking to do a weight loss journey you're looking to improve your health maybe it's reducing the amount of times that you do drink but can it be done yes so we need to look at it from a point of view if if it's linked to your if it's linked to your social values a lot of people may not be aware of of their values and if i was to go through most of my clients values and what's important to them when I think about it, like fitness, finance, their mindset, their family, um, and then their the last one. I can't remember the last one, the five F's. Fitness, family, focus, finance, fun. So if you link, link it to without those top five, the number one thing that most people do things for is they're for their family. Okay. Their second one is generally it's kind of maybe either their 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 finance. Or their mindset and number three or number four is their their fitness which is their overall health and the gym all that kind of stuff so you can see where if that's what your goals are you can see an awful lot of where your energy activity are going to going into so if you are someone who values finance and work all the time well, guess what's going to happen? That's going to have a knock-on effect on different areas of your life, family, love life, social life, relationships, it's going to have an impact on your health, all these major different factors. If you're someone who values family all the time, they're the bits that you're going to be putting a lot of time and effort into. If you're someone who values fitness more so than anything else, well, a lot of your time and effort will be going into. So if you looked at your actual values right now, where are you sitting? What's the most important thing to you? What would you rank over everything else? My guess is family. Then there's probably an element of the social circle kind of coming in there and being sociable, that side of things. And then fitness is somewhere third or fourth. And that's normal for someone whose job is in health or fitness. And I would say my, my health or fitness, I'd say my focus, it's, it's for me, it's probably if I've this, and it can change, it has changed an awful lot in the last little while. I would say it's probably family number one, then it's my mindset. And then it's probably the fitness side of things and finance is number four. Finance used to be directing things an awful lot, but that's really, really changed. It's an important part, but it's not the only, it's not the be all and end all. That might might sound weird for someone who's self-employed, but it's being in tune. Like during COVID, it was all finance because it was one of the only things that I, I could control, which was how hard I worked in order to get the output and have all our clients. But the system fell. And my mental health failed. So what I'm talking about now is if you looked at those values, you'd be clear on what you actually want to do and where your goals are aligned. And it comes back to that John Martini quote. If you listen back to episode 361 of you'll always do what you value more. So if you're someone who enjoys to have a drink and enjoys having meals out with mates and you want that to be part of your life. Amazing. Weight loss is tough enough without you giving up areas of your life that you enjoy. Too many people go into weight loss with the belief that they have to restrict. Too many people go into the belief that they have to cut this out. Not enough people look at a weight loss as a long-term strategy because it's boring. 
it's not one of these quick fixes. It's not one of these fad diets. The ironic thing with fad diets is they make things longer, but they make the whole process longer for you. But what I would recommend is have a look at your values and see what's important to you. But I would also look at it from a point of view of I'm not trying to take out something that you enjoy out of your life because you can drink and you can have meals out and still have successful weight loss. And that's what I teach to my clients on a daily basis. It it tries to it helps to remove that all or nothing mindset. It helps to remove that element of being a dick to ourselves and saying we fucked this up and the guilt and shame cycle that can be perpetuated. But it's all through a weekly calorie average. So think of it like money. If you say two thousand euro to spend every day, that's fourteen thousand calories or fourteen thousand euro to spend over a over a whole week. How you spend that budget? within that 14,000 euro is up to you and that will be your calorie deficit and that will be your budget. But too many people will go off the base of I'm going to have 1,200 calories all week and then I'm going to bankrupt myself on the weekends and they go too hard on the banking of their calories. And what banking of the calories means is saving calories for the weekend. I would always recommend 10%. So say if you're someone who's having 2,000 calories a day in their deficit, 10% of that is 200 reduce it down to 1800 and over the course of a week you've saved yourself about 1200 calories that you can play around with so you have about 3200 calories or 2800 calories or 3000 calories that you could spend over the over the course of a saturday night or a sunday night where you're out for dinner having a few drinks and you could still be within your calorie deficit but too many people will go, right, I'm on 2,000, so I'm going to bring it down to 1,300. I'm going to bring it down to 1,200. Kind of like, no, no, that's not going to end well because you're going to be tired. You're going to be fatigued. You're going to, you're going to and when we're tired and fatigued, you're not going to be motivated. You're not going to have willpower. Willpower is a finite resource. Motivated is daily down to your mood. Look at when you're on the ball. You're well slept, well recovered. Your stress is down and you've slept properly. It's all linked to your mood. Motivation is your mood. Basically, it is 100% your mood. Look at when you drink, when you drop all the tools and go for the quicker fixes with your food, which is fine. But you drop your training, you drop what's worked for you more. Uh, you potentially have dropped that more often than not, but it may not be, a, a, and it may have aligned with your value the night before, but it may not be aligning with your value the day after. So that's why the importance of getting that reset, looking at that as a weekly calorie average, not being so transfixed on that one night derailing you. What has it derailed if your mindset is still the same? But, and that's the positive side of alcohol, that you can lose weight and drink alcohol. If it's happening every evening, well, then that's a very different situation. If it's happening every weekend, that's a different situation because it will slow down things and becomes a little bit harder for you because you're almost relying on willpower and motivation to press reset if you don't have the right systems. Another thing that could happen is, it may not be suitable to, it might be a sign of sometimes of a reflection of people's habits. And it can be perceived as maybe a noise and distraction for some people for, for addressing underlying problems that they might be going on. Just like focus, just focusing on food and exercise won't help you lose weight. It's looking at your behaviors, your habits. You need to look at your habits and behaviors around the alcohol. If it's, So for some people, it can be perceived as that alcohol, that, that's because the problem isn't what the what is, it's which is the drinking. It may be the reason why we are drinking. 
if it's something that's adding to your life, great. But if it's a simple alcohol-free, is avoiding the problem, that it's it's kind of running away from the actual issues about kind of numbing things or self-soothing things, well, then is it really going to be addressing the habits and the self-worth and self-reflections that might be going on? So if you're relying on willpower solely to do it, it will fail. It is easier to give up alcohol than people think. Obviously, I'm not talking about people who have a dependency on it. I'm not talking about that. But it was easier than I thought to give it up. The first few social situations, you're kind of like, you get a little bit of bite back. But I'm lucky enough with my social circle that I was kind of like, it wasn't a huge, massive kind of like, it wasn't a massive kind of, um, it was a massive bite back. The first couple of times and meetings and stuff, they were like, oh, why are you not drinking? And then you're kind of like, oh, well, she just doesn't drink anymore. And that's fine. But they've accepted that. And, that, and some people's groups may not be that. So what can happen for some people is they could be using alcohol as a soothing tool to numb, fit in, feel confident. And that could be linked in with where your values are that you want to be fitting in you want to be feel confident and it gives you that little bit of a, a boost and that might be where alcohol might not be aiding you or suiting you right now it might feel like that but then you're back to square one the day after when you're hung over so in one way alcohol can help you and what i mean by that is it adds to your social circle but if it's the only thing that your social circle does well then that isn't really conducive to what you want to do you're not allowed to be yourself, which can be kind of like, it can be more tiring acting like another person. It can be a, an element of people pleasing behind it as well. And people pleasing is generally, it's more about what you get out of it than the other person because you're trying to, you're trying to fit in. You're trying to put everyone else first to make you feel warm and fuzzy. It can be a case of you're trying to control everything. It can be procrastinating that you're trying to run away from other things. You could end up comparing yourself to other people that could be a relationship thing that's going on and it could also be going the reason why you're looking to lose weight is you could be going into it of having a dieting mindset of in order to lose weight the only way for me every time I've lost weight that I've cut out alcohol now that's like saying every time you lose weight you cut out carbs or every time you cut out carbs you lost weight should I say of course you're going to lose weight if you cut out carbs you're removing a food group. That doesn't mean it's the only way to do it. It's kind of like saying if I cut out 50 euros out of my wallet, I'm going to have less money. I was like, yeah, of course I am. But it's not solving the real habits. It's not solving the reasons. Like going alcohol free won't stop people comparing themselves to others. Going alcohol free won't stop the need for control. It's not going to stop these inhibitions is not going to stop how we feel about ourselves internally if anything when we drink how we feel about ourselves internally we just lose that momentary we use we lose that feeling for a little bit but it's important that if it's your only way to fit in maybe there's something else at play it's a social influence it's a social situation it's a, it's it's a socially acceptable here and there's very few occasions where drink or something isn't involved. 
And it explains an awful lot why people go along with the crowd. That's what I did for a long time. Didn't even enjoy the taste fuck, but it was more like, all right, I'm just going to fit in. But if you look at my social circle where it was six years ago to where it is now, I had, I had drinking buddies. I didn't have friends. I had drinking friends. But if you look at my social circle now, none of those people are in it. And that's not that's not the same dickheadish. It's just kind of like the people I surround myself now with, I'm quite precious with my time and quite precious with my energy. And I only let a few people in. Now that's positive or negative. But it depends on how you look at that. Like I, I work with people every single day on a daily basis, trying to ha- help them with their behaviors, habits and mindsets around food and relationship with food. But the big thing that people can use drink to fit in because they're maybe afraid of being abandoned or judged. And that can be, that can be not great. And obviously now it's a little bit more easier with the zero zeros or the non-alcoholic stuff that you have a drink in your hand and people don't even know if it's a zero zero or if it's a non-alcoholic one. Obviously sometimes it's the labels, but most people don't really care. Genuinely. And the whole thing about kind of like the element of being abandoned or the the being judged comes from a lack of self-worth and it's about feeling more comfortable in your own skin and that's where it's kind of coming from but i can tell you your self-worth can be improved when you start to live by your values every time that you start to do something for you it's it's like a line on a page i was giving an example with a client yesterday if you get a piece of paper and a pen and start writing on it lightly, that's what it's like when you start to do stuff for yourself. And then as you kind of go over it, over and over and over it again, it gets a little bit darker, thicker, and end up the page, the pen goes through the page. That's what that line is like. You've done, you've done more of that on the negative and towards working with other people and doing it for other people rather than putting it into your own perspective and doing it that way. But we need to look at it from a way of kind of well, why are we drinking? Is it a way to fit in? Is it a way for imposter syndrome? Is it a way for confidence? Is it a way to do something with their hands? Is it feel more confident situations? Is it doing things just to kind of fit in with everyone else? A lot of people, when they're trying to lose weight, it isn't from a case of an ability issue. If someone wants to lose weight, I believe everyone can lose weight. If someone wants to lose weight. I do believe that. Whether they keep it off or not, it's a very different question. But where people can struggle is they mainly two areas, which is they stop or they give up or they quit because they don't feel safe. They don't know how or don't want to deal with their emotions. So rather than trying and going into letting go of these stories, they run away and don't ask for any help. And that's a repetitive pattern that they've done all their lives. As soon as things get difficult, people run away. Which is unfortunately very, very common. People run away from their problems and use other things as a mechanism to deal with them because they don't know how or don't know what to deal with them. Then the other, the second one that a lot of people can struggle with on that side of thing is that they have a little bit of a system issue 
that there is no element of kind of like, I'm not saying you have to plan every meal. I'm not saying you have to plan everything, but having some sort of strategy for yourself each week can help you. More often than not, when a client comes to me, that they're, they're relying on willpower, they're, they're doing something to lose weight rather than trying to do something in order to benefit their health. One's a positive outcome, one is a negative connotation to it. The negative connotation is they're doing something to lose something rather than trying to do something to add something to their lives. Same thing that I'm talking about here. That's why giving up alcohol won't solve the solution because it's not addressing the habits that you potentially use it as a coping mechanism to deal with stress or to build your confidence or build your self-worth. We need to focus on the habits and that contribute to these things. And we know that if more often than not when, you, when we do drink that our sleep goes to crap. If our sleep goes to crap, our mood goes to crap. If our mood goes to crap, what happens? We use food as a comfort. So there is this knock-on effect to you. So it's figuring out what area of your life is it, is it is going to working towards. Is it a part of your life because of... Is it because, part of your life because of the social circle that you have? Is it part of your life that adds to your kind of like your life, your social elements? Or is it part of your life as a negative connotation towards it? Do you need to give up alcohol in order to lose weight? I would probably say you don't if it's having a positive influence on you. If it's having a negative influence on you and you're using it as a way of fitting in, lack of confidence, self-worth, stress, emotional regulation, all these things, well, then is it really serving you or is it soothing you or is it really numbing how you want to feel? Like I'm not here to lecture. I'm not here. To, that's why I didn't want to do this episode, to be honest with you. But I had a conversation with a couple of the clients and they were like, yeah, you may as well do it because it will help someone. If someone gets annoyed, but this is from what they've said, is if someone gets annoyed by it, that's them. That's the insecurity that they have in themselves. And maybe they're not ready to hear it yet. Like if you want to drink, drink. If you want to lose weight, lose weight. Can the two coincide together? Yes. Is it a little bit more difficult if it's happening all the time? Yes. If we're using alcohol as a reward, is it positive? Maybe not. Getting through the the day and using alcohol, well, then there may be an issue with your reward system that you may, and maybe it's adding to your life in that way of, of being social with your partner or whoever you're with. But if it's a kind of a, that if it's coming through that you need to get it through to have it, to, to get alcohol in to kind of have a, get through a tough day there are other ways that you can do it but it's finding what what your values are and i think that's the big sentence of you need to find that and it, like the main reason i gave up alcohol was just that it just didn't suit me it just my mental health my anxiety the next day just wasn't worth the actual hassle of it it just wasn't it took me days to get over it and I just wasn't worth the kind of like the, the, the lines or the um the hassle. And I know that it has impacted on friendships, has impacted on relationships in the past that I haven't drank because people can become that little bit more insecure of why isn't he drinking? That they feel that they get judged. I'm like, I'm not here to judge you. I literally couldn't give a shit what you do on a daily basis. It literally impacts me in zero ways what you do on a daily basis. I don't know you from Adam, most of the people, particularly at weddings. Like I've got my brother Stag coming up in, in 
I think when you're listening to this, I'll probably have either just been on my brother's stag or I'm going to my brother's stag. And he's going to be drinking at that. I literally couldn't give a shit. Because it's it's adding to my value that my family is there. It's adding to my life that I'm still able to enjoy things. Plus, it's able to work on, help me with my headspace, which benefits me everywhere else. If you want to drink, drink. If you don't want to drink, don't drink. So would I advise going alcohol free to lose weight? Probably not. If it's adding to your life, if it's a way of coping mechanism with other areas of your life, what then may need to do an audit somewhere on your life and look at what your values are and see what the coping mechanism behind it. So if this episode has helped you, please do tag me up on your story and pop us a DM or whatever. Maybe if it's something that's helped you and leave a review up on iTunes and up on Spotify. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode.